la 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 Happy, happy Thursday! Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening to the sound of my voice. This is Rachel. And we are in presentness. I am guilty. Kind of. For inconsistency. But I have the reason. The reason being for the past month, maybe and a half or even two, I have been working on moving. I have been parking and parking and parking. The logistics of moving from one house to another, from one location to another, it's just too much involved and I don't like moving. I'm one of those people who live in one place for quite some time. Um, and um, this move was necessary for us because of um, we were not too crazy with our last home. Um, so much stuff were, went on there. And I don't know if I have shared with you but we when we move into that location um out of the circumstances we and probably desperation I, I should put especially on the part of my husband for me i was content but my husband was not happy with our location before the last place we were um and so we end up making a decision in a quick without uh thinking too much of it it just it it was at the height of a lot of competition when you buy a new house and all those things the interest rate was low inventory was scarce um and so there were more buyers than sellers and in that because we made so many offers into so many places and we missed um so this house the one we just left um was just like let's just buy it and live for a few years uh not to rent but let's this is best we buy and then uh, we, we figure out after that. And can I tell you, if you make any decision in a hurry, in uh, uh, in, in, in irrational way, irrational way, sometimes, most most of the times actually, the those kind of decisions tend to be not the best. Uh, by God's grace, also, you look on the other end and you say, you know what? Okay, I find myself in this situation. Lord, how can I use this season? How can you use my life in this season, in this situation, in this moment for your glory? And um, 
it would have never happened if the circumstances were different. So, well, the, everything fell into this place. So how can I live in this place for your glory? So I don't know if I ever shared with you a story about my neighbors, uh, the stuff that went on in there. That's something I should write in the book, actually. Um, I think it will be very entertaining, but so the two years that we spent in this location, it was a condominium. Uh, so that means we were, we had neighbors who are living just next doors to us and there's so much going on there um, that I found myself in a place where a lot was in uh, Sodom, I would say. Peter told us that this righteous man had Saul was tormented day after day because of the sinful the sinfulness that went on in Sodom. Um, I test that living in that condominium. Um, so I'm grateful finally after two years which by God's grace allowed us to move away. But the time when I was there, I was content to pray, pray for the whole pe all people who lived there, pray for my city, pray for my mayors. So I dedicated my time there just praying and I was praying that I could see the fruits of my prayer while I was there. Um, only God does the work of salvation. It is not my place to save people. My place to, is to just be faithful with what he has given me. And one of those things is prayer. It is also the word so that I can witness to people who are around me uh, by the way I live and the way I you know, conduct myself uh, before the world and before them, and even in my own life, even when they are not looking. Um, so I, I, I believe I did the best by the power of the Holy Spirit. We did the best by the power of the Holy Spirit, my husband and I, to live a life, a godly life in, <laughs> in the middle of... <laughs> in the middle of wickedness, let me put that way. Um, so uh, we have been, we have been parking again from there to move to a new location, which we love is a single family in the middle of nowhere, surrounded by mountains and animals. Sometimes we see deers and all those kind of things, very quiet at night, very dark, like, that when I say dark, I'm not, I don't mean sin, but you know, the light, artificial light, there's no sun because of the trees, because in the middle of nowhere, because there's no um, street lights. So at night when you switch off the lights, the house is completely like dark and very quiet. You sleep so beautifully and you wake up early. It's just so nice. Um, I'm talking from my dining room and you know, I can shout, nobody can hear me because neighbors are just, 
far away from me and it's just beautiful and i cannot wait for summer and spring so i can start going out again after the snow is over um to see what i can do with the gardening and all those kind of things so that's something i'm looking forward for this spring and summer and we have this land that we have so many ideas we don't know what to do but i think we're gonna make a beautiful sanctuary here by god's grace so we just you have to to give thanks to god to bring glory to god in every season in every situation that he put us in this world we need to remember this world is just temporary we you and i we are just passing by we are not to be content with this current world we are not to be to make this place a home as comfortable as possible we are to make this in fact god put us in situation that are uncomfortable purposely so that we do not forget why we are here we are not here to settle we are not here to build mansions and be comfortable we are here for one reason one reason only to live for the glory of god and when we are done with the work here to witness to people others unsaved dying world about god and about salvation for their souls once we are done we are in the presence of jesus and uh, whether we go to him or he come before that we are always to live with that in mind that this world is not our home so that's my absence for the past i don't know how many weeks uh maybe three or four weeks is because of moving from one location packing and coming to the next it's a bit stressful too much to be done i still have boxes that need to be unpacked so but i am grateful i'm here now now this new home it's not a new really it is old home but it's very cute and it need um some painting to refresh um it's, it's been around for a while and um so yeah we need to bring our test here so we still have a long way to go but not even worrying about that those are the little things that absolutely insignificant but I am happy that I am back again to this platform and uh, thank you for your patience. Um, and I will not um, go to the scripture much, but I want to say something uh, about the current events that are going on in the world right now. In light to what I just said, that this world is really not our home. We're just passing by. Uh, this is about um for example what is going on in ukraine uh this war that is just <laughs> all over the news and it's very very sad even as i'm talking it's just i feel emotional about this this, this is so sad this is why we cannot settle and be content with these little pleasures and you know whatever this world has to offer whether it's money whether it is comfort 
whether it's in a nice big house or small house, wherever, or land, whether it's a nice car, whatever, or travel, or nice job, or, or promotion, or boom business. We cannot set on those things. Look at the people of Ukraine right now. You know, think about them. Some of them have great careers. Some of them great families. They have, they build their lives, you know, you know, just like you, like anybody else, you know, you, you live, you, you, you raise your kids and you want them to do good in school and, and be somebody one day. And suddenly one time, one night, everything is taken away from you. Everything is taken away from you. Now people are living in the bunkers. These are refugees today. They never thought they're going to be refugees. They don't know where the food going to come from. They haven't brushed their teeth for the last nine days. They don't know. Some of them they haven't seen their husbands or their sons because they're in, those men are in war while women are somewhere in the basement or in the shelter, or maybe they already left the country as refugees. It, it's, it's very, very sad. And then you think you're like, where does this come from? Then you see this cause of this war, this destruction of 40 million people is caused by one man. One man can cause the destruction of the whole country. People say, um, um, Ukraine size is like Texas. So it's like one state of Texas. Now Texas is big. America is huge. Uh, so Texas is one of those biggest states in United States, Texas, California, and New York. I believe they, they, they are among the top three bigger states and then others follow. So the size i believe geographical size uh is like texas but it has like 40 million people um so it's 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 it's, it's that's a decent am amount of population um uh, to speak with in in terms of um quantity and even value of of lives so now this one man one single human being, his name is Vladimir Putin, the Russian president. This is this guy, and it's not like he's like in, in Russia, they have this democracy, like in America, where a president that cannot make a decision unilateral by himself to do something as big, as major as, as to invade a country. That's not in Russia. This guy, Putin, by himself. He, without his generals, without anyone, but himself, his own ego, his own wherever demons he have decided to order his army, the troops, the Russian troops to invade that country for his own pleasure, for his own whatever reason he have um, and see the destruction that's going on there. And so I was thinking yesterday, I was in fact praying for the people of Ukraine. And I mean, <laughs> this kind of, thing, if you live in America, you will say maybe I'm in the greatest country in the world. It's true, it is the greatest country in the world. Um, you would say maybe the freest country in the world. 
well, I, I can attest that for the past two years, America is has been being changing. And I, I think it didn't start two years ago. I think this something has been building up to the last, until the last two years when it, it actually came out. And we start seeing this censoring, this restriction because of COVID and all that. There's a big agenda that's going on underneath that none of us see, but it is going on. And it's, it has been going on for, for quite some time. And in fact, if you go back to the Bible, the Bible even said this stuff will happen. There, these things are just coming out, but the Bible predicted a long time ago because God knows the beginning, the end from the beginning. He knows the end. And we are heading there. And if anyone tell you today that we are living in the last of the last days, today is so true than it was 2,000 years ago. 2,000 years ago when Christ was here and when he ascended to heaven, probably it was, they were saying the same thing. We are living in the last days. And those last days started with Christ going back to heaven after he established after his ministry, his work on the cross was done and he established his church, that's when the last days started. We have been talking about that for the last 2,000 years. Every generation think their generation is the last of the last days. But none of those people have seen so much things that have been predicted in the book, in the Bible than our generation, than this generation, this nine, this, this, <laughs> this generation, this, the one, the, the last hundred years, the last 200 years. Okay. More and more things are coming so clear, so true, just like the Bible predicted. Now we don't know the time. We don't know the hour when Christ will come. Even himself said, that in the gospel that only the father knows this and he told us it's not our it's not it's not something we need to know it's not it's not something it's not our business to know we just need to live faithful but the bible also have not to leave us in darkness it have already told us what's going to happen in the last of the last days including wars and rumors of wars including you know all kind of event, earthquakes, you know, all kind of pangs, all kind of pain that, that comes because of sin and also come because of something major is about to happen. They are showing up. They are showing up in our generation, in our times than they ever been shown before so i guess the point what i'm trying to say here what is going on in ukraine can happen anywhere if one man in his depravity in his sinful nature left alone to do some kind of damage he is able to do some catastrophic damages that this world have not seen yet and if one man can do it imagine if there are two or three or ten nobody will exist 
and with the, with these nuclear weapons right now that that are already in existence you think anybody can survive the only way anyone can survive is if god himself intervene and he promised he will so this is not to scare you it's to tell you that if you don't know jesus christ if you haven't put your trust in him if you haven't repent your sin these things are being shown to you so that you will wake up and seek god and grope him and find him and pray that he will show his mercy to you and save your soul so that when these things happen whether it's war you end up in the bunker somewhere whether even they kill you at least in the end you're gonna be with him forever you want to spend eternity with him jesus told us do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul but fear him whom after he killed the body also have the power to send you to hell and the only person the only being who have the power to send you to hell is god so him you should fear not a dictator somewhere not any government official not any human being or any animal or any disease or any virus we have seen how covid 19 paralyzed people for the last two years and a half and finally now they're trying to open up again but it, it was crazy little virus that you cannot even see that you can catch it. how did you survive if it's not god is mercy you think those who died of covid uh were more sinners than you you think what happened to ukraine is because those people are more wicked than you you need to think twice and all you think that because you live in america then you're in the safest place in the planet you need to think twice the thing that have befallen the people of ukraine the thing that have befallen people who got COVID and unfortunately died, the thing that happened to Afghanistan, I was reading the other day that people are selling their organs in, uh, in Afghanistan to feed their children. There is no food there because of sanctions in Afghanistan. Men, women, they're selling their kidneys, their livers, so that they can feed their children. Now imagine, once you sell your liver, once you sell your kidney, one of them, okay? How much money do they get? How many days can they eat? It, 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 it is, you should never be content. Let me put this way, you should never be content with this world, even if you live in a mansion in a place where you think you are so safe and you have all this security and nobody can touch you those things can be eaten by moth can be broken by thieves they can be bombed by nuclear and you lose everything you have no hope and you have no god
and you are heading to hell if you have not put your trust in Jesus. So this is this is just to remind you with with I think it's it's best for us of us all of us to be reminded that these events that are happening before our eyes they are not there just in vain they are not there just for those people whom are experiencing them we hear the news and you know we just like oh well I'm, the gas is too expensive right now. I got to find a second job. You're just worrying about you and your children and how you're going to feed them. Those are noble things. You should take care of your family. You should take care of your affair. But at the same time, you need to understand that if it happened to them, it can happen to you. And how do you prepare yourself? The preparedness of yourself is not to go acquire a weapon it's not to now make a lot of money and put in the bank look at russia these people they had money in their banks they lost all of it because of sanctions you prepare it by praying for your soul to be saved you prepare it by seeking god until you find him and you he accept you in his family so that you can live the rest of your life to eternity with him in Christ. So that is my exaltation today in Jesus' name.